This is Robin Lloyd Taylor, Neil Adams, Tony Moore, Koi Fom, Stephen Bowman, Brian Level, Steve Lieber, Robert Kurtzman, Kevin Stewart, Rick Remender, David Marquez, Alan Bellman, I'm an alcohol. Oh, wrong meeting. No, this is Alan Bellman from the Golden Age of Marvel Comics, and I'm addicted to limited addiction podcast. So wherever you are, be nice to your friends and be nice to yourself and stay happy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Limited Podcast. My name's Frankie. My name's Daniel. Yeah, I, mean, I messed that up again. And we're here to talk about all things nickels. Nickels. Limited Nickel Podcast. Limited, limited Itch Podcast. Limited Addiction Podcast. Limited Itch. Limited to get. Well, limited to get. we're off to a great start. It's true. Out of practice, out of time. Yep. Hope you enjoyed your week. What the? Um. So, straight out the gate, Dan and I will be at Comic-Con, the Cincinnati Comic Expo. All three days, all three hours. <laughs> More than three hours. It's uh, true. We didn't talk off mic what no, we were we supposed didn't. to talk about. Just realized that. So, okay. there's there's theory to it. You have to at least have one professional day to do what we do best, and that's get plugs and get interviews. So, at least one of the days, we need to uh, probably just be chilling in our... And are frankly done in our limited gear. You yeah. know, that'd be the ideal day for you guys to come up to us. I bought, have you been to Walmart recently? No. Alright, they've got, they're called maskables. Maskables, animal masks, okay. basically. Um, with all these like giant like Death Mouse, um, who's the other DJ? Dead Mouse is the Dead Mouse. Oh, and then they, I mean, you have the, uh, the two Space Guy masks. Yeah. Um, um doesn't matter. Daft Punk. Daft Punk, yeah. So they're like that size. I bought a sloth. <laughs> so I'm thinking about like just wearing like a shirt and tie. DJ Sloth. And being like, uh, pretend like I'm from Zootopia. But uh, um, yeah, we'll be there. Um, so will you. We'll be doing Facebook Lives, interviews. Um, if you're a listener and you're listening to this, if you see us talking to a uh, artist or celebrity or something, do us the favor and wait. Till we're done, um, you know, we like to, we'd like love to meet you guys, but if we're in the middle of an interview, it's, it's not polite to us. It's not polite to whoever we're interviewing. Yeah, but yeah, we'd love to uh, get people on the show, do some live stuff. If you're going to be cosplaying, get in contact with us somewhere through the social media stuff. Um. Yeah, it should be a great time. Always a good show. Glad to promote it. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet, um, super easy to do. Head on over to their website, CincinnatiComicExpo.com slash tickets. Seems right. Something like that. Um, you can also pick them up at several different local shops in the area. Our favorite, of course, the Comics to Games in Florence, Kentucky. Um, and while you're there, grab a pop or a board game or an action figure. Or a comic, because, you know, it's a comic store. They've got comics to games, quite literally. Um, I found some treasures there the other day, Frank. Oh, yeah? Yes. Um, Hanna-Barbera comics from, like, the olden days. Really? Yeah. I uh, never even thought to look in the children's section for comics, um, but the children's section is right by the board games. Yeah. And somebody had a Jetsons comic just, like, poured out and laying there. I was like, whoa. So then I looked through, I found uh, The Great Grape Ape 
and uh, Wacky Racers also. Oh. So, fun times. You do like the Hanna-Barbera. Love the Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, man. Got some pop news in that, but that's a little teaser. We'll get to later. Oh, I got some pops yesterday. I haven't bought pops in forever. What? You got pops? Yeah. What'd you get? The DC Funko box came. Oh. Oh. They were the good pops. Lex Luthor and Bane? Yeah, man. That Bane is like what I've wanted from the beginning. Now, was the Mr. Freeze from a previous box? Yes, he was. Okay. Uh, that's a good segue if we want to jump right into it. Mr. Freeze was from the Batman animated series box, the last it's one. definitely on purpose. Yes. So my big talking point for the show is a couple of days ago was the 25th anniversary of the Batman animated series. It's true. That is the show, like, growing up. Um, I mean, it spawned from the second Tim Burton movie, and they kind of rolled from there. But everything I know about Batman, I really got from reruns of that. I was too young, like, right when it was first being aired, but, like, yeah. Cartoon Network and stuff, I'd watch the reruns. It survived us, that's for sure. And, like, a couple years ago, well, more like five years ago, it was a while, I got back into it as an adult and started watching these and realized, like, these are really complex plots. Like, I don't understand why I liked them as a kid. It's very boring, a lot of talking, not so much, like, nah, there, there's action. It's, it's very, the art by Bruce Timm um, is amazing, and... So, visually, it does look cool, so I guess I get it as a kid, but the stories are, they hold up. I, uh, I took a picture that Dan was talking about and had the Mr. Freeze pop, and he's from, it's true. from that show. And my favorite episode ever of that show. But, um, I have a list of the top ten episodes. Before I do that, did you watch the show, Dan? Not religiously, but yes, I, I did. I, like, I, recognize things from that show yeah i like i said i would run home and try and watch them when i on cartoon network when i got home but religiously yeah. i know that towards the end of it i remember there being new episodes but it was on kids wb before nice. it was the cw yep yep like animaniacs kind of stuff uh, so it it did shape me uh, somewhat um, but definitely like five years ago when I restarted watching, I'm like, these are good. These are very good. These are very good. They're very good. I like them a lot. Uh, Kevin Conroy is the voice of Bruce Wayne and Batman. So that's, that's it's when true. I, cl- when I'm reading a comic book, that's the voice I hear. So I guess it did ingrain in me enough as a kid. And then Mark Hamill's Joker, amazing. Um, I have a list of the top ten greatest episodes according to IGN. And... I happen to agree with them, or at least I can't think of anything better. If this website can be believed, and you have Amazon Prime, it can be streamed yeah. there. Yeah, that's how I was watching it for a while. <laughs> no lie, as an adult, I was living on a farm without great internet. What was it, Boomerang or something like that? Yes. Um, I would DVR the episodes, even though they'd already been out. So I'd, just, nice. like, I'd watch them when I get home. they do... I think two hours a night, like four episodes. I guess get home from work and just watch. <laughs> Full-grown adult, radical. Yeah. So, I've seen all these except for one of them fairly recently. So I can talk about them a little bit. But number ten, Harley's Holiday. Ooh. That episode, she gets uh, deemed sane, and she's really trying to give a legitimate go. See the picture of her, not yeah, 
The one thing the show did do is establish Harley Quinn. She was not a character of the comic. She came from the show. It's true. So very cool. But this episode, she's doing her best to go clean, legit, but she's not having a good go out of it. Not all of it's her fault. And it's kind of a funny episode because Batman and Robin are both trying to help her, but it, it doesn't end up well for her. She goes bad. Number nine is a two-part episode. And this I appreciate as an adult because I did catch the beginning of it. So I was watching it in succession. I'm like, man, Harvey Dent is... Is nine both parts or like... Yeah, nine is a two-part. So every time there's a two-part episode, it just counts as one in this because there's a couple of them. So this episode is called Two-Face. But the show starts off with Harvey Dent not being Two-Face. He's like uh, the district attorney and Bruce Wayne, good friend. He even was dating Poison Ivy, not not knowing it's Poison Ivy. Or maybe she becomes Poison Ivy. Well, I, I can't remember. Yeah. But this is his origin. It's like really, it's really cool and really grim. One of the cool things about what they established was that he had that split personality before the accident. Like when st- things started getting stressful for him, yeah. it was coming out a little bit. But it wasn't till the accident that he like full on like went split. Split. So that was very cool. Now speaking of um, Poison Ivy, number eight is Harley and Ivy. So the show was kind of cool that it would pair unlikely characters, yeah, like Poison Ivy and Harvey together. Don't exactly remember what this episode was about, but Joker's not in it, so it's not the one that spawned like people thinking that they were in love. Yeah, they, people trying to ship everyone. It's true, but it's just Rick a and Negan. just a fun romp. Now this episode, I remember it as a kid and an adult, like when I was trying to rewatch. Batman animated series. I'm like, I hope I see this episode. Yeah. Because I don't know if this is true, like if this is actual fact, but I always use that as a fact because I got it from this show. This episode is called Perchance to Dream. Bruce Wayne wakes up and his parents are alive. Like, what? Perfect. And no one's ever heard of Batman and he's like freaking out. Like, he's trying to tell people about Batman. Like, no, you're, you're crazy, Bruce. Everything's fine and his parents are there. And he even just like tries to be a vigilante and then at one point he does meet batman and they kind of fight yeah but the the way he realizes it's a dream is because he opens a book and the letters don't make sense and according i don't know if this is a fact but i always say it's a fact that you'll know it's a dream because you can't read in a dream interesting see i don't know if that's real but because of the show as a kid i always like yeah if i'm ever dreaming i'll just pick up a book read it (laughs) 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 yep you like wake up ten years from now, and this has all just been a dream. You like, but I read plenty of stuff. I read plenty of, I swear. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, see what I'm saying? Like that show, like my whole basically my whole life. I'm like, yeah, you can't read in a dream. Cartoon told me. It's true. Number six is an episode I haven't seen, at least not as an adult. I wish I would have. It's called Beware the Gray Ghost. Ooh. It actually stars the late Adam West. Uh, he plays this cartoon slash actor that little Bruce grew up idolizing. Yeah. And this character called the, the Grey Ghost. And it's sort of like a passing of the torch because the voice Adam West is in it. And I wish I'd seen this episode, but I have not. Okay. That was page one. Number five is called Joker's Favor. Okay. In this episode, um, this guy named Charlie's having a bad day and he cuts someone off. And it just so happens to be the Joker. And oh boy! I know. And oh. and the Joker, he thinks, "Oh no, I'm gonna get killed." And Joker's like, "Nope. You know what? Um, 
you just owe me a favor. Oh, that's and worse. that's even worse. And this episode's cool because like the first time, like the Joker had been established in the show enough, but you see how sadistic the Joker is. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Number four is kind of one of my favorite. It, number four is my second favorite episode. It's called Over the Edge. Now this is part of the newer, um, towards the end of the run. Yeah. But Barbara Gordon's fighting Scarecrow and something just changed. No, I pushed the button. I can describe it though. She seemingly dies. She falls off the Ooh. ledge, pushes her, and just things kind of spiral out of control. Uh, Gordon figures out that Batman is Bruce Wayne, so yeah. he storms the um, manor. The manor, and like Alfred makes a last stand, and, and Nightwing's in this episode. He gets okay. arrested. And they out of this uh, um, Dick Grayson, and it's just really like messed up. And like, it's Gordon is out for blood against Bruce for killing his daughter. Yeah, and I mean it's kind of a cop out because the whole thing turns out to be a dream. Ugh. That uh, well, Barbara Gordon is having like her worst nightmare because she gets sprayed with the fear toxin. Yeah, but it's just a, like a high action episode, and like if you don't know it's a dream, like oh man, this is the last episode ever. <laughs> Everyone dead. Yeah. People die or are arrested. So that was a cool episode. Oh, number three is kind of a tearful one. It's called Robin's Reckoning. Uh, it's a two-part episode about uh, Robin um, when Bruce first gets Dick Grayson as a kid. Like, and His parents die, but they do something really kind of clever where they just do it with a silhouette. Like You just see the swing, and yeah. it comes back and there's no one on there. You're like, ooh. But, like, so you don't see the parents die, but as a kid, you know, like, yeah. oh, they died. And then this episode's all about, like, little um, Dick Grayson won in revenge for his parents. And, like, he's so angry, and Bruce sees himself in that. So he takes yeah. him in, kind of trains him. And the part two episode is that he finally finds uh, Tony Zuko, I believe is his name. And it just, Robin's mad because Batman won't let him go directly at him. They kind of have a falling out. It's a cool episode. See what I'm saying? Like, that's so... Like, why would a kid care yeah, about any of that? Exactly. It's stupid. Cool episode, two-parter. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Almost got him. It, it's a cool... Villain team-up? Well, it's not a team-up. So all the villains are hanging out, playing cards. <laughs> talking about the time they almost got Batman. And then there's a story. And I'm going to ruin it, because that's what I'm going to do. But they're all telling stories. I can't remember the exact ones, but it's all pretty crazy. And it's kind of fantasized, like... The Joker's side would be kind of Jokery and yeah. side, obviously, and then um, Killer Croc's like, "One time, I got him," and then he takes his mask and his Batman the whole time. <laughs> Killer <laughs> Croc is dressed up as Batman. He captures him all. <laughs> I've seen such such a good one. Now this episode legitimately will bring tears to your eyes. It's called Heart of Ice. It's um. It retells the story of kind of he's always B-list villain in the Batman lore of um, Mr. Freeze and just talks about how his sole motivation was to preserve his wife who got this rare disease, puts her in cryo-freeze and yeah. losing funding and the corporation's evil to him and they kind of screwed him over and it caused an accident and it just, the most poignant moment in that is he's in this cell at the end of it. Batman's captured him and he's holding up this dancer um that one of those little wind-up dancers is dancing and he's looking at it and he starts to cry and the tears coming off his eyes and they turn into snow because he's in this like that's that's like beautiful right oh yeah 
That that's the number one episode, and I agree. That's such a good one. Nice. But yeah, the Batman animated series very influential. I have a Batman tattoo. Uh, similar realization with the Rugrats recently. Really? Yeah, they uh dealt with a lot of stuff. You know, gender fluidity. When uh, Chucky and Phil question why boys can't wear dresses. Yeah. Uh, they normalized breastfeeding. They broke gender stereotypes with the uh, powerful women, but then the men weren't emasculated either. Um, although Howard was. He was pretty emasculated. But still showed a different side. Dealt with death very calmly. Chucky's mother. Um, there was one episode where... I remember the Chucky mother one. That one is... Yeah. That one, man. Angelica pretends to have a twin, and uh, all the babies like her because she's nice. Oh, yeah. And Lil's like, I'm going to marry her when I'm older. Ah. Yeah. No wonder the country's the way it is. I know, right? (laughs) Raising us on Batman and Rugrats. Frankie. Yes. Do you know how long ago July 31st was? Like over a month ago. Over... A month ago. We have not done Pop Doc since. Good. <laughs> Cold hearted. So here's Pop Doc brought to you by the good people at Pop in a Box. Pop, 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 get your Pop in a Box. If you want to get a nice little discount from your friends, head on over to franklydone.com slash pop and uh, we'll get you set up and get you started so you can start your own pop collection and eventually have a pop wall that overpowers your life like me. So, from a long time ago, which means some of these might even be coming out pretty soon, because usually we're several months ahead. Breezley and Sneasley, from the Hamar Bear cartoon, Breezley and Sneasley, which is basically a polar bear version of Yogi Bear and a seal version of Boo Boo. Top Cat and Benny the Ball from Top Cat also. Um, both of those will have chase versions. Top Cat's just a little brighter. Benny's wearing a different outfit. Oh, we got a long way to go. <clears throat> what is that a picture of? Hot hands. Okay. My Little Pony is getting a whole line. I don't care, so I'm not going to read them. Predator is getting a specialty series, which I'm guessing we just haven't had one with the mask on yet. <clears throat> huh. Because I've got the clear one. Yeah, they, yeah they he is them. not wearing a mask. So I like the one with the mask better. I yeah, have. I uh, might grab that. Um, NFL is getting another line with a bunch of people. Some classic ones also. Let's see. This is from Blade Runner, the new movie. It's getting a whole set, of course. And a couple of different chases. Mixed in there. This one, I'm very disappointed in because I was hoping it'd be a Disney treasure box for the uh, Everest month, which there's only two left, so it's got to be coming soon. But it is the Abominable Snowman pop, but it will be a Disney Park exclusive, um, which I even made a joke about when I was at Disney, like, Watch this show up like a week after we're here, but it was about a month after, so I'll give it to him, I guess. Um, but more on that 
at the end of this list. Fairy Tale, the anime, is getting another set. Um, we had a bunch of special ones for the Funko Headquarters grand opening, so you missed them. If you weren't there... I was there. They released another Funko Monster, Snuggletooth. Um, this is Horizon Zero Dawn. It's getting a line of pops. Got yourself some Aloy. Wonder Woman's getting, looks like, four more. Nice. Harry Potter is getting a Hot Topic exclusive Remus Lupin as a werewolf. That's cool. Yeah, it's a nice one. Um, Snow White's evil queen as the old hag with poison apple, which, how'd Snow White not know that was a poison apple? <laughs> Eat the apple. It's a straight up skull. Nah. Um, plus a whole line of Snow White featuring each of the seven dwarves, with two versions of Dopey, and looks like two versions of her dancing and one with her in rags. And, uh, Grumpy, that is a little bit different also. Some more Dancing Disney Pops featuring Mulan, Merida, Merida, Aurora, and Jasmine. Um, this movie snuck up on me. I've never heard of it, but Elena of Avalon. It's a new Disney cartoon coming out. I don't know that one. Yeah, other than these pops, I literally haven't seen anything about it. Um, but there's like a leopard with wings, so must be cool. Freddy Funko Robot, which was a Headquarters Grand Opening exclusive. There's a handful of Headquarters exclusives. I know Kevin Smith had one, and... Kevin Smith and the comic book men are getting their own. Yeah, that's who it was, yeah. Kevin Smith and Brian Johnson um, had exclusive ones for the Funko Headquarters Grand Opening. But then the... uh, there's going to be a line of all four of them, or yeah. five of them, I guess. Um, Team Fortress 2 and Portal 2 are uh, getting a line of pops. La La Land's getting a two-pack of Mia and Sebastian. You need to watch that movie. <laughs> it's not I, bad. I own it in 4K. It's never been out of the package. <laughs> like most things in your life. Exactly. This one kind of disappointed me. Jumanji, the new movie, is getting pops. Yeah. But it's only The Rock's character and Jack Black's character. They're not doing the other two. Kevin Hart or Amy Pond? Yeah. Karen Gillian or whatever. Karen Gillian, yeah. I'm like, why? Is there another girl or is she the only girl in that lineup? So there's, in the real life, there's a girl, there's two girls. One becomes Jack Black. Oh, okay. The hot girl in real life becomes Jack Black. And then the nerdy girl becomes uh, Karen Gillian. But I'm like, unless this just only showed two of them for some reason, I'm like, why wouldn't you do all four of them? You know? Yeah. It's guaranteed money there. Uh, where'd he go? Just do the highlights, then. I don't know the highlights, man. Guardians of the Galaxy got some exclusives. There's one with Drax holding Toddler Groot. Might get that one. Home Alone's getting a full set. Uh, well, full. Kevin, Harry, and Mari. Um, and then, looks like Block, Best Buy? <laughs> Blockbuster. Best Buy is going to have Harry and Marv in a two-pack, but they will be the same pops. Hellboy is getting a line um, for the first set of pop comics. 
line. So hopefully that opens doors for some cool ones to come through, aside from Marvel and DC. Um, yep. Our favorite coming out relatively soon, Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick! Two different versions of Pickle Rick. I don't know which one I want more. I just want the regular where he's not holding the laser thing. The laser, yeah. Somebody posted that every time a guy says Pickle Rick, it's another seven years before he gets a girlfriend. <laughs> Pickle Rick. I need to say it more often. Then. Oh, why is that? So I don't get girlfriends. Oh, okay. Because I'm married <laughs> to a wife. Wait, you're married? Boom. <laughs> the long way around. Yep. But yeah, I like Pickle Rick. I'm kind of on the same page with you. I like I like them both. I'm not going to get both, though, unless Mike's having like a buy one, get one free, and there literally isn't another one I want. Mm. NBA, getting another line. NBA's coming back. Yep, including the guy who used to play for UK with the Unirail. But he, I guess he drew, grew like a mustache and a goatee, and he just looks like an evil villain now. Oh. Man, if you have a Unibrow enough that it's on a toy, you think you'd like, take care of it. Well, that's where, like, it just is, like, his gimmick, I think. So, like, I think I don't think he can. Like, yeah, as soon as people start pointing it out, I'd be like, Zhoop. Yeah. Did I totally have a unibrow unless I take care of it? Oh, me too. Even when I don't. <laughs> Harry Potter got a box lunch exclusive. He's holding his broom all proud, like. Of course, we're getting more Five Nights at Freddy's. I've never played the game, but, man, I'm getting real sick of looking at it. Kids love that game for some reason. I uh, heard it's fun, but um, did I not take pictures of this? Nope, guess not. Um, so New York exclusives. First set one was Zack Ryder, I believe his name is from the WWE, and then from Game of Thrones we had the Bear, Lady really Mar- Mormont, 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 yeah, Lady Mormont, and Giraffe. Man with no mask. Dude, I'm getting that. The man with no face? No, I'm getting that Lady Mormont. Little Mormont. Well, yeah, but that's what the other one was. Liana. I think she's named after Ned's sister. Yes, Liana. Liana Marmont. And then, yeah, the guy from uh, that trained what's-her-face to be an assassin. Oh, yeah. Dude. Drago. No. Draw. Um, and then the next set was an 8-bit Batman, which just looks awful. Weak. A chrome, black chrome Batman, which I don't get. And Superman number one is what it's labeled as. I believe it's supposed to be Superman from Action Comics, his first appearance. Yeah, and it looks a lot like the one that came with the Superman-themed pop box. Yeah, just different pose. No, same pose, but they changed the S. Oh, interesting. So I did not get that box, so I kind of am interested in that one. Um, They're continuing their... Zodiac themed pops. So we got a Virgo out now, which I'm excited for them to get to Pisces. Can't believe I didn't take screenshots of those. Yeah, man. Two from Game of Thrones. What are you doing? Got a whole bunch of Star Wars. Um, yeah, we did kind of have Force Friday. It's true. There's three packs, four packs, and two packs, but they're all really separate, so I'm not going to go into details there. Um,. Got some D characters here and there. Captain Phasma, Ray with a lightsaber, Luke Skywalker, old with a cane, Finn in like a rebel guard uniform. He, yeah, he dressed up as Imperial for some reason. They have a action figure of that too, so it must happen in the movie. Yeah. 
Another BB-8. Another Poe. Got a evil BB-8. BB-9E. BB-9E. Uh, some red thing. Some girl named Rose. Supreme Leader S- Spoke. Snope. Snope. Um, Kylo, of course, with face scar. Chewbacca holding a pork. And then so many porgs. So, so many porgs. Oh, and there's Princess Leia, which will be a Walmart exclusive. And some, like, poor-looking dude named DJ. Hmm. Um, I had DJ is the same guy as the Collector. I forget his name. Oh, really? So, including the one that Chewbacca is holding, there are six different porg pops. They are banking on porgs being awesome. Yeah. Well, they're banking on people liking them before the movie even comes out, which... I hate it, because I do. We had this whole discussion with BB-8. Like, what yep. if BB-8 sucks? What if BB-8's evil? But then, this movie, they have an evil BB-8 called BB-9. It's true. But yeah, I like these porgs, but I'm resisting. If nothing else, I'll probably get the Chewbacca holding a porg, because that seems funny. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road, which came out, what, three years ago? Yeah. Uh, finally getting a line of pops. A couple different peeps. Going on there. Um, this awesome Photoshop of somebody put Supreme Leader Snoke. Snoke's head on a porg and it says Supreme Leader Porg. <laughs> that is ugly. Uh, ugly being. It's true. Some more Star Wars. Spoiler alert for Game of Thrones finale, which we did not discuss, I don't think. No. Um, but you got the Night King riding the undead. Viserys. Yeah. So that's cool. Got some uh, Ghost Rider PX previews. One normal one, and well, he's on his bike. And then uh, glow in the dark version of it. Oh, boy, we're almost there. We're you can do there. it. I can see the finish line. A uh, new set of elf pops. I know, I want one of these. In case you missed it from before. I don't. I just want one. I love elf. I don't. Why? I don't know, man. I do, however, love Krampus, but I don't know which one I want. It's the same exact pop, but like three different colors. <laughs> There's a gray one, a red one, a white one, a frozen one, and then a flocked one. Um, I might go for the frozen one. I remember him being frozen in the movie. I don't remember him being red or white. I never saw it. Not bad. Um, then New York exclusive Star Wars pops, which a handful of them are from Rogue One, which is weird. K two five O Saul Garari, Sargarara, Death Star Droid, and Jin Yorso with a mask on or something, and then Dangar. I need that Dangar pop. He is my favorite. Who's that from? Dangar is a bounty hunter. He is in Empire Strikes Back for a minute when Vader's like hiring bounty hunters. Dangar is the only character in Star Wars that any of us could be. He's just some frumpy looking guy. Like, brr. I mean, <laughs> brr. he's out. He's a little bit overweight. He's like nothing special about him. Uh, I guess in the expanded universe that's no longer canon. I guess legacy. Him and Boba Fett were huge rivals. And like, but like seriously, he's like in Star Wars. Like, oh man, I couldn't be anyone. In Star Wars is so fantastical. Wait, who's that guy? 
His name's Dengar. He just wears like a white suit. He's really frumpy looking. Like, that's me. I will buy that pop. I feel like we could all be that porky guy from New Hope. I'm going to make that my status. <laughs> uh, and then 40th anniversary, also New York exclusive Boba Fett and his ship. I do not like the shape of those boxes. <laughs> Special series, Tigra from Thundercats, which made me, I had a chance to look it up. Is there a line out yet? I don't think so. Like, part of me remembers a full line. Part of me doesn't, though. And then the latest of us recording this, New York Comic Con. No, not even the latest. There was another one after this, just today. Dolores from Westworld. Dolores. Arg from Troll Hunters. Jim with armor from Troll Hunters. Dwight from The Walking Dead. I wish it was from The Office. Inek and a Sleestack from Land of the Lost. Buffy and Faith from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Eleven with Electrodes. Because we needed another one of those. And our favorite from this group, the first Doctor from Doctor Who. I want that so Which, bad. Yeah, that one's definitely coming so home. So the with three me. pops you've said I that will be bought: Lady Mormont, yep. first Doctor, Dangar. Nice. Was that Dangar regular or just an exclusive? Um, it is New York exclusive. Dang it! I but need it him. might get mass release. I need you him. Know. And then Disney. Did their New York's today? So you got Scrooge McDuck in his bathing suit and money, which I kind of really like that one. Um, you get a Halloween Donald from Kingdom Hearts and Halloween Goofy from Kingdom Hearts. Orange Bird, which is also a new park exclusive, which I'm not familiar with it, but apparently it's a huge thing. But there's going to be a flocked version for New York. And. I promise he'd be back. The Abominable Snowman is getting a flocked version for New York, so there might be hope for me yet. And these two threw me for a massive loop. It is from a movie called The Black Hole, made by Disney. It's two robots. One's named Vincent, the other one's named Maximilian. And I literally have no idea what they are or who they are. Like, I didn't even know The Black Hole was a movie. For then, and I missed a few probably, but those are the facts of life. Facts, facts of life. Jacks. Facts of life. I'm getting a picture of Dengar and making it my profile picture. I'm looking up Thundercats pops while we're on air because that's good. Television. That's good. To, um, I'll tell you what I bought the other day. What'd you buy the other day? Another PlayStation. Why? Well, Sony called my bluff, man. Because here I am. I had a white PlayStation 4 that I waited for. Is that original white PlayStation 4 was Destiny it's Limited true. Edition or Limited Edition? <laughs> I could say it then. Limited Edition um, white PlayStation 4 console. Didn't care about Destiny then. Still don't, but I'm playing it. Uh, spoilers. But um, I when they did the PlayStation Pro, they're like, it's 4K capable. It'll make your VR better. And everyone's like, you need to get mm. that. You have a 4K TV. You have the VR. I'm like. Uh, I waited a long time for a white PlayStation. I'm not gonna... Like, if they ever make the PlayStation Pro in white, I'll get it. Yeah. As soon as it did, I got like three messages from people. Like, you gotta buy it. You said you would. I'm like... <sighs> it's true. Okay. And I pre-ordered it. 
So I did. Um, it came with Destiny. I've been playing it because I got two coworkers that really want me to play it. Yeah. MMOs aren't typically my kind of game, but it's it's by the people that did Halo, the Bungie guys. So that's familiar to me. I just don't know about MMOs. I'll try it. We'll see. Like three months from now, I'm just all about Destiny. Massive multiplayer online. Yeah, but this is a first-person shooter, but they're still like leveling in character yep. and class kind of things. We'll see. It's fun so far, but I've only played a couple hours. Nice. It took me forever to get that set up, though, because all the stupid chords. There has been a set of Thundercats that featured Lionel, Lionel, Mon- Mumra, Pantharo, Chitara, and Snarf. Snarf. Snarf, Snarf. Yeah, Chitara. So, not that crazy to do a whatever I said before. <laughs> Trying to find a good picture of Dangar to make him a profile. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should be talking about. Oh uh, man, movies and stuff that I don't think any of us have seen. Go see it tomorrow. I might try to see it tomorrow too, then, but I doubt that will happen because of stuff and things. There was a big thing I was going to talk about, but I can't remember. <laughs> Drugs. No. Drugs are bad. Hooking up with girls. <laughs> Um, that can be bad. Life. Life. Man, I really had some nerd, big nerd thing I was going to talk about. It doesn't matter. I'll remember someday. Um, we could talk about Game of Thrones. It was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even know how many weeks it's been. Two? It's just been two. That's why my Sunday got so screwed up last Sunday, because there's no Game of Thrones to keep me home. Or Rick and Morty. Or Rick and Morty. It was a mm, weird, it's, weird day. It's an off week. Uh, Game of Thrones, I say delivered. That final episode? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't terrible. I liked it. Um, this definitely sparked a whole lot of theories. Um, I don't know how much detail we want to go into, but a lot uh, of people think that Tyrion has turned on Danny. Yeah, that is a theory. Now that his sister's pregnant again, which I'm like, I don't know why that would, you know, change his mind. <laughs> Because he did love his nieces and nephews. Well, yeah, but I feel like he'd still like just be like, "Hey, she's pregnant. We probably shouldn't kill her." <laughs> um, Jamie left Cersei's side. Yep. Because she double crossed them. She double crossed yep. everyone. I don't get Cersei's endgame. So the whole s- episode. I mean, the, it, the whole season basically led up to the first part of the episode where everyone's meeting together. They're like, "Hey, we got a bigger threat that's bigger than our yeah. little war. We got to come together." And defeat these White Walkers. And Cersei's like, um, I'll agree to a peace treaty if John doesn't bend the knee. And he's like, ah, <laughs> Jon Snow doesn't lie. I love that. Yeah. Well, I loved before that when the Hound in the Mountain come face to face. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, it is in you in there, isn't it? <laughs> You're still in there, you explicitives. We know how this book, how it's going to end. Yeah. You will die. We both know how this will end. Yeah, that was great. Um, but yeah, she's like, I'll only agree if I agree with the truce that the Northern armies will not attack me or something. And he's just like, I can't lie. <laughs> Everyone's like, no, lie. Yeah. Like even, even Daenerys was like, that was really sexy, but you should have lied. 
You should have lied. What's wrong with you? And Tyrion had the best line in that moment. He's like, he's like, I cannot lie. He's like, would you ever think you might? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then super awkward when Sam and Ron are talking the about. Most awkward scene ever, right? How John is a Targaryen. Yeah. As they're going back and forth between the, them talking and John and Daenerys. They're doing being shipped it. on a ship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you see Jon Snow's butt. Yeah, you do. Yeah, super weird, but Game of Thronesy. So yeah, he's not isn't he's not a bastard. He's the wedding was legitimate, and his mom's dying words was the name is Rhaegar yeah. Targaryen. That's significant for one. Uh, there was already a Rhaegar Targaryen. So his name was Edgar Targaryen. No, Rhaegar. Oh. Um. And you got me. Significant because his name was well because it's prophesized that's what the prince's name that will save everything. Yeah, that's why the father now now you got me all my Targaryens messed up. Um, Rhaegar, no, you're right. It's Aegon. Aegon Targaryen is the name. Yeah. Rhaegar's the dad. Yeah, Aegon. Tar- his name's like Aegon Targaryen, the prince that was promised. So Rhaegar was obsessed with this, and he named his first son that, but that son was killed. So he's yep. like, next son. Also named Aegon. It's like me just going around naming my kid Frankie. Like, you're Frankie. Oh, wait. Yep. Dead. Frankie. <laughs> you're Frankie now. You're Frankie now. It's like Andy on The Office when he was like, see, my name was William Jr. for the first three years of my life. And then my brother was born. And they felt he much more deserved the title of William Jr. So they changed my name to Andy. <laughs> I changed, yeah. changed my profile picture to Dangar. It's so funny looking. That was great when uh, Bran was like, Jon Snow is not my father's son at all. His real last name is Sand. Yeah. And Sand's like, no, it's Targaryen. Targaryen. Can't you see that with your yeah. powers? <laughs> I will say Bran is like the biggest plot hole of the whole show because he's like a cheat code. Anytime they're in danger, just go to him like, hey, he should know. It's Having this person that can see all of time is a, a tricky thing. Well, I think that's where it's working out where like he's not telling anybody anything. Yeah. Like, although there were lots of jokes where he's like, Bran was watching him hook up and like, he's going to wait till like, it's like five minutes after and be like, oh, hey, you're related. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Um, well, the bigger complication, not that it's incest. I mean, that's weird and messed up, but it means that Jon Snow has the most legitimate claim to the throne. It's true. He is the oldest, I mean, not the oldest, but the, yeah, the oldest male Targaryen. Yep. Because him and Danny are the same age. Yeah, I think she's supposed to be a little bit older. Like a year. No, because, well, John was born a secret. So was she. Yeah, who knows? But she's when she first introduced, she's only supposed to be 15. You see her naked right away, so that's weird, man. <laughs> yep. So we'll see. Um, the next season may not come out next summer. Who knows? Yeah, it might be a while. But I don't know. Cash a lot in. of action. Finally, yeah, um, the wall's torn down. Yeah, that's hopefully Redbeard is still alive. Tormund. Tormund game, Giants game, Giants Bane. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I still don't understand how a creature that can be killed by fire can breathe fire, but, you know, it was blue. It's blue. So it must be cold. It's ice fire. Yeah, that was a little weird. 
for me. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't expect it. I gotta say, didn't expect what the Night King to be riding the dragon. Oh, I did. Like, I mean, I guess I should have when I didn't see him there, you know. But uh, I knew exactly when they showed the wall, and you start seeing like, oh, that thing's gonna bust it down because people have been saying that for a long time. Yeah. Even when he got turned in the last episode, that's how they're like, oh, it's going to end with them bringing yeah. the fire down. Still don't get it, but what else? A lot of people argue now that it's just fan fiction because things are just happening like everybody wants. Yeah, well, I think you made that argument even, where it's like, they're ahead of the books. They're just going with, like, what's the coolest thing we could possibly yeah. do? <sighs> yep. I'm I'm okay with it. I know. I think the people the most like upset are the book readers. Like, no, yeah. we read the books. It's not good because stuff we guessed happened is happening. Yep. But it's not earned. I think that's a big thing. It doesn't feel earned. But well, I do have uh one contradictory to people. A lot of people were making fun of the Raven, how he like made it that fast. Yeah. Where it takes like people for like weeks to do it. Um, Bran can talk through the ravens so people think that uh i mean he was in control of the ravens at the wall anyways True. so he just like kept passing it from one raven to another and it was more be. like a telephone than one just with a jetpack people they were saying about when danny got there to save them that it isn't the fact she got there that fast that she would freeze to death because she's not acclimated to cold and she's that high in the air. She'd just freeze and die. True. But she's the mother of dragons. She can't be burned, even by frostburn. Even frostburn. Frostbite. Man, burn. Uh, no one's liked my picture because I've changed it to Dengar. Nobody knows who he is. Bump a dump a dump bump. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I know who he is because when I'm a kid, I'm like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I stood up like, that is me. That's the kind of stuff Kevin Smith would do. That's like, me. whoa, whoa, who's that fat guy in the background? <laughs> you mean me. I can be in Star Wars? <laughs> I, I have can... a purpose? It's also why I don't shave my beard, because I look just like Dengar. Ugh. You're so weird, man. That's all I got. I just sit in my basement and just hang out with myself. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I have video game systems I barely ever play. I know, right? All my friends get together online and play Halo and then tell me about it later. You have an Xbox. I have Halo. What? I know. That's what I said. I don't know how long I'm going to stick with Destiny and you'd need a PlayStation, but I'd tell you to get on it because yeah. you need it. Well, I'm sticking with Minecraft, man. Till the day I die, one more block. Have you been playing it on Xbox? No. <laughs> I've been playing it anywhere, man. I wish I brought my computer on this Canadian trip. I would play it nonstop. We watched that Naked movie. Oh, yeah? It's not really comic related, but it's a looper. Yeah. Not terrible. Not terrible or? Terrible. Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy it one bit. Until the end when it started. He's, I only liked when he started getting his act together. But yeah, yeah. I almost stopped it. Like, this isn't very good. Yeah, I mean, even for a Looper movie, it was bad. Apparently, it's a remake of like this Dutch movie from 2000. Oh, it should have stayed that way. Yeah, same premise. Dude wakes up naked in the elevator. Yeah, and like, what is the point of this? Because it's like it didn't really make sense. Because like, 
all of a sudden he's able to like make friends with these people super quick. Like there'd still be that super awkwardness of like, yeah. And he's only got an hour. Yeah. As far as like being believable as much as a time travel thing like that is like an hour is not enough time. You cannot do all this stuff. Yeah. Because, well, the greatest looper movie of all time, Groundhog's Day. (laughs) It's a whole day. He's got a whole day from when he wakes up. Um, and in Pakistani, Pakistani, whatever it's called, he's got a whole day. Someone did the math, like breaking it down of just like how long it takes to learn a language, learn piano. They said he was in there for 34 years. Ouch. Sending the same day for 34 years. I love that movie. I just, man, I don't own it. Why don't I own this movie? I want to watch it right now. like me, man. You don't own your favorite movies. (sighs) Groundhog Day might be my favorite not- Nerd movie. I mean, I do like School of Rock and Sing Street. Yeah. But it's, it's so good. I learned something the other day that, like, I have no desire to watch the same movie twice. Really? Yeah. Like, I think that's how I, like, rate, like, what my favorite movie is. Which is part of it's just how I remember things, like, movies and stuff. It's like a steel trap for me. So, especially, like, really good movies, like, uh, Get Out. Is that the one where the guy was blind? No, that was the black people. Yeah, that's the... Uh, <laughs> don't breathe? Don't breathe, yeah. yeah. Like, that was a great movie, but I already know the spoiler to it, so I'm like, eh. Uh, well... Like, I'd watch it again, you know, but yeah. I don't have a desire to watch. It's like, my wife. You already, I already did I this know. episode. I thought you were going to double down. Uh, she'll watch, like, 10 Things I Hate About You. That's like, a good one. 12 times in a month. As far as rom-com, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good movie, but I'm like, I can't do it, man. That's why I love Netflix. It's a never-ending library of movies. There's certain movies you just watch because it's therapeutic to watch a movie that you know. I think we've talked about this before. Spoilers are actually like, dang, now I am verifying this one guy's point that ruined a movie for me a while ago. But it's psychologically, it's good to watch a movie you've already seen. Because there's no suspense to it, and you can just kind of like let go. Ah, it has to do yeah. with the movie. Um, uh, Frozen. Not Frozen. It came out last year. I was on the. I was dating someone at the time. We were on the way to see a theater. Emergency happened, and we stopped at their place. And I said, "We're gonna watch the movie." Like, you don't watch this movie. This is what happens at the end of it. And he's like, "I'm like, dude." He's like, "Psychologically proven that um, spoilers are good for you." I'm like, "No." What he meant was it's good to watch a movie, you know it's going to happen. What movie? Not Get Out. It's M. Night Shyamalan directed. Split. Split. I knew it was an S. Like, I had no desire to see it. Oh, yeah. He only... The only thing he did spoil, though, was the connection to... Um, yeah, which... I could care less about that. I might be the only person in the world that could care less about that. Was that movie called Unbroken? Mm-hmm. Unbreakable? Unbreakable. Oh, that's it. Yeah. But no, back to my point. It is good to watch a movie you've already seen. It's like a comforting thing. It's like eating food you like. The only movie that I wish was spoiled for me was when somebody told me that life was an origin movie for Venom. <laughs> Someone told you that and you believed them? I didn't believe them, but that would have been amazing Yeah. to not market it that way in the least bit. And you just have this niche group of people who are nerdy enough to see that movie but then they're going to go see a Spider-Man movie too. <laughs> that just the like ending sequel, ending credit, like post credit, you just like somehow 
get some kind of hint that it's Venom, and you're just like, oh my. It just shoots the Tom Holland walking, like, oh, hey, guys. And this, the black goop just falls like, yeah, like, creeps around the corner or something after what him. What the? Like, can you imagine, like, you watch this movie, no signs of Marvel in the least bit, and then after the movie's already over, you're just like, oh. That like I guess that's what people who really like. See, I'm not a huge fan of Unbreakable. Yeah, either it's probably like the lowest on the M Night Shyamalan. I like me. Unbreakable. I like it, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe if I saw it before I saw Six Sense, I don't know because it was like I saw Six Sense, Signs, The Village, Lady in the Water, and then I went back and saw Unbreakable. Okay, so that's yeah, it's it's on the low end. For my M. Night Shyamalan-mongs. Shyamalan-ma-ding-dong. We should have a Shyamalan-mong fest. Shyamalan. A Shyamalan festival. like three good movies. We'll watch them all. Live. Terrible. Okay, I'm in. We need to find a day, figure out how long it'll take, and be Facebook Live the entire time. And get taken off really quick. Well, no, because you, like, have the camera. Like, if this is the TV, you have the camera there. So people can hear it so they can sync up with us, but they can't actually see the film. So then you're not breaking any rules. Hmm. It's true. I hate it. Me too. Good advice? Well, you do your whole thing. What thing? Don't we do like a whole goodbye? Oh, well, I've been Frankie. I've been Daniel. Good advice. Good advice. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't end it like the podcast.